you're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Waited. That was a delayed crack. But yeah. <laughs> I cut that first part out. Okay, that's fine. Shed some light. Episode one hundred forty-five coming to you on a Friday. Michael and Jack are back. Miller lights in hand. You know the drill. Jack, how you doing today? Does not feel like a Friday. Feels like a Sunday, which is good. So, so we're recording this um, pre Thursday night Bulls game. And with the amount of snow that we've gotten here in the past couple days, I normally get to work from home, but everyone else in the apartment has worked from home the last two days. So like the Friday feeling doesn't really, it's not hitting me like a Friday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like to me, it feels like a Sunday because I just had two days off. So that, that was my weekend. Yeah. And then this feels like a Sunday going into Monday. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. Today might be the least Friday, Friday of Fridays. A lot of Fridays being thrown around. Yeah. But, Feels uh, good, though. I like it. It's not a bad feeling. I wish every Friday felt like a Sunday in a weird way. It's it's kind of a nice mix-up. I mean, literally nothing changed for me, like other than the fact that I had coworkers now for the last two days. But... Uh, yeah, if you had that like midweek break and then back to work and then the weekend, that ain't bad. That's what I got. Big time, baby. Um, all right, so let's jump right into episode 145 here. Talking sports, where do you want to start? Wherever you would like. All right, what did the Bulls do last night? Played the Raptors. They lost. They definitely, definitely lost. lost. <laughs> Without a doubt, lost. Yep. Um. Okay, that's Bulls talk because we haven't seen that game yet. Um, up until then, Bulls are Bulls are still rolling. I'm still seeing red. Oh, you know how I meant to start off this episode? I wanted to get some nice USA chanting in. Oh, USA soccer. Let's go, baby. Well, haven't qualified. Okay, that too. But big dub. Uh, I was just gonna say today is the start of the Winter Olympics. Oh, that too. USA. <laughs> USA, USA. I mean, I've on. said this. I've said this a lot with when it comes to Olympics, like Olympic sports or anything. I don't care what sport it is. If you slap the USA logo on there and give them a red, white, and blue uniform, I'm fucking so locked into that whatever sport that is, dude. That's right. Don't dude. care. Don't care what it is. I don't care if I. I don't even know the rules of it. I'm so locked in. I love the Olympics. You know, you know what sport I'm really hoping to to catch a lot of in these Winter Olympics hmm. is the the one where it's like they cross country ski and then they have to stop and shoot targets. Oh, uh, fuck! I know the name of this. You could make up any name you want, and I'd believe you. 
No, I know the name of it because, and I only know the name of it because I we had we had a whole like, not like section, but in college we had to learn about uh, like drugs that slow your heartbeat down, and a lot of these people use them so that when they breathe in between shots, it doesn't their oh. heartbeat doesn't mess up where they're shooting. Okay. Okay. I fucking forgot the name of it though, but we did a whole thing about how there's like a giant scandal on what was going on with them biathlon that's what it's called yeah i knew it was something with like the because I, I wanted to say triathlon at first because i i knew it was something with like the lawn at the end of it like a triathlon something like that and i fucking forgot that it was called the biathlon that's pretty good because it's two things that you're doing two you're things. skiing and shooting yeah the biathlete boom how you doing <laughs> um so yeah that i'm really looking forward to and whatever is the one where they just go straight down the mountain and then jump as far as they can i think it's just like the long jump like skiing long jump i got so into that oh a a lot of winter olympics ago that i bought a t-shirt of it i remember that it was like team usa and then it was just like that person like yeah flying through the air i thought it was like i thought it had all the winter olympic sports on it no, 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 it was literally, it said Team USA, it had the Olympic rings, and then it was just that long jump skier flying. Don't you have one with all the Olympic sports on it? It's, a, it's a, like a neon blue t-shirt, it's got gray circles on it, it's got all the sports. Most oh, yeah, 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 that's Summer Olympics. Oh, okay, mess that one up. I'm a, I guess I'm a big Olympics kind guy. Of guy. You, know what I, you know what I love to watch? And it's different. I actually don't like as much, I still like it. I don't like to watch bobsled as much as I wa- like to watch luge. Or what about skeleton? Yeah, skeleton and luge I'm a big fan of. Big luge guy. Yeah, loser. He's I'm a, a loser. <laughs> Love a good what luge. A <laughs> Love a good luge, you know? Yeah, that's fair. That so. stuff's nuts, dude. I don't understand how that works either. Which one's the luge? I think it's like the one or two person. I thought that was bobsled. Or bobsled no, bobsled's, bobsled's like the four-person team. Oh, yeah, I'm and with they, you then. And they, hop I'm in, with you. and they hop into that like little like, yeah, rocket no, ship. Yeah, then, and skeleton, like the single yeah. person that's on just like the tiniest of blades. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't understand like how they control themselves. I don't either. I get it. It's like you kind of lean back and forth, and then like one side goes deeper into the ice and stuff, but like that's fucking nuts. Wild. I'm going to be doing a lot of Olympic watching in the upcoming weeks. So. I also, I don't know if they're back this year, but I remember last Winter Olympics, the curling team had a dude who looks oh, like yeah. Mario yeah, with the mustache. So I hope that guy's back because I'm pretty sure they won gold last time. So like, I'm definitely in on that. That's just going to be on, like, I got to find the Olympic channel. It'll just be on like 24-7. In the, in the background, here. yeah. Yeah. That's so. that's also the best part about the Olympics. It's a lot like March Madness, like the first two days of March Madness, where it's like there's some type of sports on all day. Yeah, especially because they're normally in a foreign country, and it's just like different time zones. So like I can just wake up. Where in the is morning. it this year? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Yep. Let's look this one up. <laughs> I should know. Uh, Beijing. Um. Yep. Let's go. Wasn't it just in Beijing? I or was that the like, Summer Olympics? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I think go it was summer. fuck you, Beijing. They doubled up. Spread some love to the U.S. You know what I always get in 
you know what I'm always like really stupid about thinking? Hmm. And this happens with like world, like uh, the Olympics, and then it happens all the time with the World Cup, like soccer, when it's like in a country. For some reason, my brain thinks that everybody is in the same general area. There's, it's so it's far so spread far out. spread out. Yeah, and I just like it, like in my mind, like I remember when it was like the World Cup was in like Brazil. I thought every World Cup team was in Rio de Janeiro. It's like that's not true. Nope. I don't know. I think the I think the Olympics though is closer because you have like the Olympic Village. Yeah. So like everybody kind of stays there. Yeah. So I think the the Olympics is like a little bit closer, but I know like World Cup and all that stuff, it's very spread out. So, lots of Olympic talk coming up on Shed Some Light. Let's touch real quick on um, Notre Dame basketball. Lost to Duke, beat Miami. I'm yeah. pretty sure I called that. I was trying to will that one into existence. That didn't work. That was, however, though, that was the worst game of basketball I think I've ever watched. On both sides of the ball. Like, if you would have told me before the game started that Duke scored 57 points, what do you think the outcome was? I would have been like, we beat Duke. Yeah. That was... I have I have so many things to say about that game, so I went to it. First off, talking solely, like, basketball-wise, Mike Bray. Just no adjustments. I mean, that was like... Hey, I'm gonna keep running into this concrete wall, and eventually I'll make it through. And it's like, no, no, you will not. I can guarantee you that. It's like you got to do something different, and we just never fucking did. Yeah. And as much as I hate to say it, too, that game, ex- they Duke exposed how unathletic Dane Goodwin is. Dude, he he might have had zero points that whole game. He couldn't take anybody off the dribble. He wasn't open in the corner. He didn't do jack shit against Duke. Yeah, but I don't think he's like a freak athlete to begin with. Yeah, but like Duke just gave everybody else the key on how to beat Notre Dame, and it's just like fucking have your best defender sit on Dane Goodwin. And let and, and if Lashevsky, Hub... Wesley and Atkinson score all the rest of the points, and so be it. But that's probably not going to happen. Like, dude, it was it was painful, and I love Dane Goodwin. It was painful to watch him that game. Yeah, like he he that whole team looked beyond nervous to play them. Um, and it, it was literally just like Duke was just like, yeah, I'm just, we're just not going to let you like. They didn't help on him. Like, whoever was guarding him was just face guarding him because he they knew he couldn't move. His, like, whole game is, like, kind of moving with off the ball off the ball, and then, like, setting up for a corner three. And if you just don't let him do that, then he just can't take anybody off the dribble. It was just painful to watch. Um, also, I have a hot take. Okay. I wonder if – I wonder if – because I think I have a hot take as well. But I want okay, to hear you go zero. You 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 say yours first because mine's very specific. Mine's not really a hot take. Mine's just a personal preference. Um, Coach Shashevsky's grandkid. I didn't see him. He's like Duke's best player, like Banchero or whatever the kid's name. That is. That is not Coach K's grandkid. They're related. 
I don't believe so. I am 97% sure. Really? Yeah. We're getting a quick fact check in here. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. Uh, Michael Savarino, you fucking idiot. It's Paolo Banchero was in the car with him. Oh. You dumb fuck. Oh. All right, then never mind. I don't have a hot take. If you thought Paolo Banchero was somehow related to Coach K. I mean, I, I thought it was kind of wild, but I was just running with it in my mind. No. Yeah. Mike Savarino. Okay, so what was going to be your hot take then? I just don't like that kid. Oh, okay, because my hot take revolves around him too. Uh, I think he's going to just be a very like mediocre player in the NBA. Speaking of mediocre players in the NBA... I had good talk about that hot take. Well, I mean, I'm with you. I haven't watched a lot of Duke basketball, but like, I that's why kind of why I don't like him is because he's overhyped and I don't understand it. I think he's projected to be the number one pick. So my problem with him is that he's like he's very big and he's he's very he's athletic. I won't say he's very athletic because again, you were playing Notre Dame, so I really didn't you, you know, like I could have looked athletic against Notre Dame's team. They're not the fastest team out there, you know. But, like, every, like, bucket he got was just because he was, like, bigger than the guy that was guarding him. And it's like, eventually, you're just going to get to the NBA, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he had a, he had a, a decent mid-range shot, pretty good mid-range shot, uh, average three-pointer. So, like, I think he's going to be like uh, like a Cam Reddish. Like, that'd be my comparison. But like slight, I honestly think slightly worse than Cam Reddish. Yeah, I'd be all right with that. It it, it was the first time that I felt uh, really old. I watched. Did you watch his post game interview? Or you were at the game, so I don't know if you, no. how much you saw of it. Post game interview on ESPN, whatever. Literally, as soon as that interview ends, one of the like student managers or someone or something like ran up and gave him a camera and he started vlogging. Jesus. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, that's, uh, I've never seen that before. Dude, first of all, Paolo Banchero, you're, you are not allowed to be from Seattle, Washington with that name. He would, yeah. Yep. Like straight up, dude. Like pick any other spot in the United States besides Seattle, Washington to be named Paolo Banchero. I mean, it'd be pretty funny if he was from like Nebraska. Yeah. If you were, like, first guess, I would have said, like, Brazil. Yeah. Second one. New York. Oh, no. I was going to go Arizona. No. I just feel like, I feel like that's very, like, uh, he lives in, like, a, a desert town. Like, like Arizona, <laughs> no. Arizona or, like, Vegas. He's from one of those two cities. No, I see him from, or, being from like. Arizona, like a city in Arizona. Obviously, Arizona's not a city. I think New York. Paolo Banchero? Yeah. New York's a melting pot, dude. You can get anyone. From no, there. no, yeah, no. That's not a New York name. It's more of an it's more of a desert name than a Paolo New York running name. the running the playground basketball court. Yeah, no. If if he's from New York and he's named Paolo, he's looking like Mario. Like he's no. got to be having a stash <laughs> and a fucking big nose or something. He's hey, I'm Paolo. I'm freaking running the basketball courts out here. Uh, speaking of other um, 
NBA potential Wait. busts. Oh, can I, are we done with the Duke game? Because I got some more oh, things yeah, sorry, to say about going, the Duke game. A lot of Duke fans, right? Typical. Bandwagoners. You can get their oh, stuff yeah. at Walmart. Yep. So they were like, they were an interesting breed because they were like not very big into the like shit talking. Like they weren't like, I feel like Louisville fans in particular are very big in like shit talking during the uh, game. It must just be the state because Kentucky fans are like that. Too. Yeah. Like they're very big. At, like Louisville's a team that sticks out in my mind of like shit talking the other team during the game. Right. Duke, not that bad. Really, like, didn't shit talk at all. And it it probably was because they were playing like shit, too. Like, the same as Notre Dame. Um, but every single one of them that was at least sitting around me thought they themselves were Coach K. They were Coach... Like, I'm sitting upper deck, middle court... Like, they're over there. Get down to the big man. Pass it. Oh, oh, dri- dribble, dribble, shoot. Get, c- come on, get aboard. Dude, I don't need your fucking color commentary during this game. I'm watching it. And they're doing it on both ends of the court. Like, it's not just like, oh, hey, here's on. Oh, hey, get, 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 get the steal. Front that guy in the post. Holy fuck, dude. They can't hear you. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and watch the game. There was a kid sitting next to me that was a college kid that liked Duke, was unironically pulling out the three and shooting the bow and arrow every single time they made a three. I was like, dude, you're in college. Stop doing that shit. The two people to the right of me, like, living and dying on every basket. You would have thought that, like, every basket they scored was the equivalent of, like, a college football team scoring a touchdown in overtime. Well, yeah, that's- Like, they're fist pumping every basket. They're like, fucking yes let's go that's like that's what you gotta remember they don't have football yeah but like i i understand i mean they do but it's not fun to watch i understand that if you're like fist pumping like like uh, dude i'm i'm telling they are like hard like every time they scored you would have thought that was the the game winning basket as the buzzer expired like it's basketball dude you guys are gonna score a fuck ton you don't have to celebrate so hard Every single fucking time you guys score. Love the enthusiasm. I don't know if I do love the enthusiasm. <laughs> Just tone it back a little bit. If they're like going on a big run and then it's like, oh yeah, like let's go. It was literally like make a layup to nothing. And these motherfuckers are high-fiving like it's the fucking let's Super go. Bowl and they just won. And I was like, dude, chill the fuck out, man. Especially in a game like that where like you're expected to win that game. Oh, yeah. Like, they played horribly for that game. Like, at the end of the day, like, they were pro- all the Duke fans were probably happy. Every, like, analyst, and probably Coach K included, was like, what the fuck was that game that I just watched? Yeah. Like, they're not happy. So Duke fans are, are they're very, they're a, a different breed. They truly are a different breed. I don't hate them as much as I hate other fans, though, which I it was very surprising to me. Yeah. I thought I was going to hate them a lot more than I did. Still hate them a little bit, <laughs> but like not a lot. Like on the on the scale of like fandom, like one is like I like you guys, ten is like go fuck yourselves. They were like a five or a six. 
and I expected them to be like an eight or a nine. Not bad. So in a weird way, shout out to you guys, <laughs> but stop acting like you're fucking Coach K on the sidelines. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. Any other sports that we want to touch on? MLB's still in a lockout. Super Bowl we'll be talking about this upcoming week. Pretty much all I got. Bears hired the Packers quarterback coach as their offensive coordinator. Yep. And uh, the Colts safeties coach as the... So as of now, Bears are back. Sure. Maybe. We've made upgrades since the end of the season. Hard not to. Exactly. So (laughs) the Bears are back. Sure. We'll go with that. I got a quick Bulls question for you. Okay. So the big kind of talk between, you know, the trade deadline, the end of the trade deadline, which is February 10th, is the Bulls are trying to get Jeremy Grant mm-hmm. from the Pistons. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do it without giving up Patrick Williams. Okay. How in God's green earth do they do that? What would be your trade package to get Jeremy Grant? Now, granted, Jeremy Grant is a bigger, smaller forward to power forward, averaging 20 a game for the last three years. How do you give up? Who do you give up to get Jeremy Grant? If if it's not Patrick Williams, then who is it? You either don't or Kobe. Okay, see, that's a thing. Detroit just drafted Cade Cunningham, who plays point guard from Oklahoma State as their number one overall pick. They don't need another guard. Maybe it's maybe we do a little three-team trade. I guess, maybe. But, like... That's what like the it like all the reports that are coming out are just like the Bulls are trying to get Jeremy Grant without giving up Patrick Williams. It's like, all right, then who the fuck are we giving up? I because I don't want it to be Kobe White. I don't really think it's a necessary trade. I don't either, but I think it helps us a ton. I just kind of want to ride out the season. If it's between Patrick White and Kobe Williams, I'd rather trade Patrick White or Jesus. <laughs> I just watched you say that all was of that a, without any hesitation. That was a massive brain fart, and then I caught it right at the end of it. Good lord. If it was between Patrick Williams and Kobe White, I'd rather trade Patrick Williams. I'm with you there. So I'm fine giving up Patrick Williams for Jeremy Grant. Yeah. But it's I would either do that. I don't want to get rid of Kobe. Or just do nothing at all. Yeah. Like, like it's not like... I I don't know if the Jeremy Grant trade would take the Bulls to, like, a legit title-contending team. I think right now they're on the fringe. And, like, if a couple things break their way, could they win it? Yes. And I just think, I think that, that they're almost in the exact same position with Jeremy Grant... But they would need, like, maybe one or two less things to break their way. No, I think Jeremy Grant makes a, a big difference. He's They lack size. They lack good size. They have Vooch. They have 
couple guys on the bench that are big, but like right now, Javante Green is your power forward, and he's six five. That's not good. That's not a power forward. He can jump out of the gym. Don't get me wrong; he's got a great wingspan. But like, if you're going up against the guy, a teams with two big men, you're fucked. Jeremy Grant's a lot bigger and a more talented scorer than Javante Green. Our our hole in our offense right now is our power forward. So I think Jeremy Grant makes a huge difference to that. And I'm not I don't want to come off as being like Patrick Williams stinks. I do think he's got a a huge upside. But like Patrick Williams is going to develop into Jeremy Grant. Like that's that's what he's going to become. So why would you not trade? Also, what's his the, contract like? Because if he's going to be like yeah, a big a one and hit, done, I'm not really for that either. I mean, you're trading for the next three years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what you're trading for. So if he has two to three years of control, easy. I'll I'll do that trade any day of the week. I don't want to give up Kobe White because he's been awesome. Some people, he, I saw some people being like, "Well, if it's not going to be Kobe White, then it's going to be Io." It's like, yeah, no fucking way. right. Yeah, fucking right. They're gonna trade IO. Not gonna happen. First of all, that's AK's first draft pick. It's like he's not gonna give that guy up. Second of all, they shouldn't because he's fucking awesome. Yeah. I just don't see like. I don't see a way you can get Jeremy Grant without giving up Patrick Williams. But that's like continuously the talk on Bulls Twitter. Is they're gonna do it without getting giving up Patrick Williams and I don't understand how that's possible I'm gonna have to really pull some magic there to yeah get that to happen seriously so. gonna have to give up like mortgage our like entire future basically yeah. I don't like that either yeah it's gonna be like hey we'll give you like a f- we'll give you a like some you know like Tyler Cook off the bench or somebody but then we'll also give you like two first round picks in like two seconds and it's like well I don't want to do that Has there ever been a team that has traded away so many future picks that like they weren't able to field an actual roster? No. Because that'd be kind of funny if that happened. Well, you'd always be able to field an actual roster. You could just give like G League guys. That's what the G League's for. Right, but I'm saying like in that it, it like that's not an actual roster. Yeah, but. I don't even think that'd be possible. Same. All right, enough with the sports. We are moving on to our Friday top five draft in honor of the uh, winter weather that has been hitting, I think, a pretty good portion of the United States. We're going to be drafting our top five things to do on a snow day. And uh, I believe it's my first pick. Yep. Now, I'm between... I'm between two. I have a clear number one. I have a clear number one in what I what the what I should take what I should take number one. The stage is yours. <laughs> the floor is yours. So uh I mean in yeah, I'm just gonna I'm taking what I should take number one, not what is the clear number one. But Obviously, in honor of the podcast, the best thing to do on a snow day is drink Miller Lights. Got it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with that. It's just tried and true. The the, the second what you, you said that. What you've been doing, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm sitting here at work, and it's like middle of the afternoon, and Jack just walks out, cracks open a beer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, because this is going to parlay into my first pick. But before I say that, now I want to say something else because it just made me think about it. I wish there was, like, heat days. You know? Because that'd be, that'd be truly the best time to drink a, drink a Miller Lite. Head to the pool, head to the beach on a heat day. Yeah. Drink a Miller Lite. Come on now. Yeah. See, or that's or was... you should be able to trade in your snow days for heat days. Like, like I'll, got, I'll get to work two, today. We Yeah, you go to work these last two days. We had two snow days. But be like, nope, I'm going into work. I don't care what, what the road conditions are like. And then in the summer, boom, two heat days. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Easy number one for me. Um, the best thing to do on a snow day is nothing. Yep. Doing nothing. That's the best. That is that is what when, I put as my 1B. Yep. And I, I put in parentheses here, don't leave the house, don't even leave one room. Yep. <laughs> in, in these two last snow days, I've moved a matter of 10 feet in my entire apartment. Yeah. I'm doing nothing. I had I had two full days of work, a lot of moving around, a lot of things to do planned. Snow days happen, so therefore I will do the exact opposite of whatever I had planned. And since I had a lot of things planned, I will now be doing nothing. Yep. Doing nothing. Best Big thing time. to do on a snow day. Big time. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'm moving on to my number two here. <clears throat> um... Again, I'm I'm going with a vanilla pick here, but I I think it's it's I mean it's obviously withstood the test of time. I don't really think there's much argument here, but um, the second best thing to do on a snow day is to eat something warm and hearty, like a nice bowl of chili, a, a stew if you will, maybe some soup with a grilled cheese. Like that stuff is good like fall in the winter time but then it like it takes it to your next level it like goes from a four star to a five star on a snow day yeah yeah i was gonna say one of mine eh, never mind i'm not gonna say because i might take it later but <laughs> i i agree with you you know okay. having some warm and hearty i feel like it's got to be in like a thermos or like or straight out of the crock pot yeah. I'm pissed at myself. I forgot that we had the crock pot, and I was like, man, I should have been doing some crock pot meals Tons these past couple days. Crocking some pot, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying. All right, my number two is it goes along with doing nothing. I feel like this is like this, this solidifies you doing nothing, and it kind of, as you are now, uh, not getting out of your pajamas nuts dude you're never all never leaving your pajamas the entire day that's when you know it's just like listen i, I could hey, be doing something i popped on the worktop today yeah that's i and i told you that it was like you put on the the worktop to be like i actually do have a job <laughs> but the bottom half is like maybe not though <laughs> that's, so that's another one of my pictures i said put on the biggest warmest comfiest clothes that you own yep, yep just one a is doing nothing how do you start doing nothing? One B, never getting out of your pajamas. I got some. I got some nice fleece Chicago White Sox pants on. A, an, I think this is a large ETSU football shirt. But then I popped the work top on over that, just to make sure that he actually does have a job. Yeah, people forget. 
Big time. Okay, okay. Um, my number three definitely lost its luster over the years, but can't argue with it for most of the population. Uh, just going sledding. I mean, we you, there's a fresh pile of snow out there. Find a nice hill. Nowadays, you can throw some beers in too. Oh yeah, a little drunk sledding, and then gets boom. dangerous though. Gets dangerous. Um, sledding. The the problem that I have with it though is um, your fun to work ratio is yeah. way off. Yeah, not good. It's like ten seconds maybe going down the hill, and then you got to trudge your way back. Yeah, that's the thing. I get I get a solid like four or five down the hill and then i'm like you know what i'm just gonna stay down here it's been a good i'd say at least two if not more years since i've been sledding okay so you know what's fun when you do do the drunk sledding it's like i said you get like four or five down and then you're walking back up in the last one either the fifth or the sixth up up the hill and you're like you know listen this fucking this sucks a lot of work Here's what you do. Bop the pockets in with a little bit, a couple beers, maybe a couple shooters if you want to. Slide down on the tube, you know? Mm-hmm. So your butt's in the middle of the tube. Mm-hmm. Don't move at the bottom of the hill and just start fucking, you're kicking back, you're relaxing. <laughs> you're just like, hey, I'm not moving, I'm not getting back up. You got, like, you I'll be back here. lawn chair down Yep, there. exactly. And then everybody's coming down. You get to talk to all your friends as they're coming down like, Hey, what's up over here? How's it going? You going down again? <laughs> nice bold, run. bold move right there. <laughs> like the speed you got though. <laughs> that's good. Okay. You know, that's All how right. you do it. So that's my number three. Okay. Um my number three, and it, you'll you'll like this one because I did it today. Um but I feel like it just kinda has to be done on a snow day, something like that. Um coming back home from somewhere maybe the grocery store maybe a gas station and talking about how bad the roads are <laughs> you gotta do it you gotta fucking do it everybody's gotta do it you you come back in you just fucking dude roads they're bad let me tell you you give you give anyone who's within yep. your shot the scouting report yep. and i did it today hand up i did it today you did but you have to if, if it's in a snow day you are like legally obligated to come back home and then complain about how bad the roads were. I mean, it's a snow day for a reason. You're not supposed to go out. But if you're the one that's tasked with that challenge. Sheesh. Whew. That's fair. Even okay. even like counterpoint to that, like asking said person how bad hey, the roads the are. Roads. It's either that guy's got to say it immediately or somebody's <laughs> got to ask. Yeah. If it doesn't, like everybody just like swells up and then it eventually explodes out of like <laughs> just... I fucking I'm waiting to hear how the roads are. <laughs> God, how bad are the roads? <laughs> Fuck, I shouldn't have said anything. All right, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, my number four um, parlays nicely off of your number one, especially relevant in our current place of residence, just due to the nice views of the outdoors. Uh, my number four is taking a nap. Oh yeah, Good nice nap midday. Day. Mid snow day nap, wake up. Check. Not the biggest napper, I'll be honest. No, but on a snow day, you got nothing better to do. Fall asleep, wake up, and then boom, still snowing. You see out all the windows. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> As Jack yawns, it could use a nap. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Like I said, I'm not the biggest napper, but I, I don't mind. I don't mind a nap every once in a while. Yeah. Um. Okay, my number four. Um. So we, I feel like we kind of did this yesterday, but I'm just going a big movie marathon. Yep. Just got to rip a couple movies in a row, like three, four movies, maybe even five if you're having a good day. There's Again, nothing better to do. It, it falls into the nap category. There's just nothing else to do. And Might it's, as well it, turn on some movies. It's like one of those things where normally in a normal day, I'm a big like later in the day movie type of guy, obviously, because you got stuff to do during the day. But like snow day... 11 o'clock rolls around you're like you want to pop on a movie real quick like and then it just it just goes from there yeah it's like oh why not why not just rock another movie yeah yeah gotta be rocking the movies and also there's nothing like normally on like a normal day it's like oh someone's like oh you want to watch a movie at night it's like oh well the game's on you know i want to watch the bulls no day day, there's (laughs) nothing on day ain't anything going on i'm watching every movie that i can yeah yeah, I'm with you. All right, good pick, good pick. My number five, rounding it out here. Um, I think I maybe I've done this once, or maybe not. I've thought about it. I know a million times. Best fifth best thing to do on a snow day is book yourself a beach vacation. Jesus. Get the nuts out of here, Jesus man. <laughs> I'm not saying that day I'm leaving. Yeah, but I'm saying a... I'm saying like I'm feels like a very here. rash decision. I'm looking around here and there's like. Eight plus inches of snow on the ground. I'm like, you know what sounds really good right now? Yeah. Being on a beach. That's one of those things where it's like it sounds good in practice, but the execution of that is very. Like I ain't, I ain't doing that. The, I mean, like, listen, I want to book myself a, a beach vacation the second the first fucking snow falls. I'm not doing it though. Why not? I ain't got the money for it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Uh, the thing is, like, I, I like the pick and the fact of, like, the snow's here, so I want to book myself a beach vacation. But, like, that's not exclusive to a snow day. No, but it definitely helps. Yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm wanting to book myself a vacation every fucking time <laughs> there's the snow. <laughs> every time there's snow, I want to book a beach vacation, not just on a snow day. A snow day is not going to make me nut up or shut up about that, I'll tell you that. It, it can, though. It pushes you over the edge. I guess. I guess. Never done it before, but I guess. <laughs> Have you? Have you done this? I uh, no, but the example <laughs> the example that I had Alrighty, that, that came pick. to mind was uh the first time I ever went to the Indy five hundred, I bought tickets because I was so pissed off at studying for finals. I was like, what's something that's coming up that like I can like have a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel? Indy five hundred, boom tickets. Okay, I don't hate so it. I feel that was my mind said going into this. Like, I hate the snow. What's something that I can look forward to after beach the snow? Vacation. Beach vacation. All right, fine, sure. All right, my last one. You won't understand this, but I gotta give a little throwback to my childhood here. I gotta be, you know, you get the snow day, you get the day <laughs> off school, you're going. <laughs> you're going straight down to the fucking basement, and you're gaming all day with the boys, dude. Gotta go gaming with the boys by number five. That's the fucking best, especially when you're getting off school, 
old school. Give me the Xbox 360. Give me Black Ops 2. I'm crushing cream sodas in the basement, <laughs> and I'm fucking playing Call of Duty all goddamn day. There's nothing to stop me from fucking 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. I'm on the sticks left the fact, and right. The fact that you were not overweight as a kid Dude, is mind-boggling. Yog cream soda. Because your diet consisted of A&W cream sodas and pasta. pasta. Just straight. <laughs> like, what? Like... Like, I would crush, like, like, catch me on a snow day. Like, I'm crushing, like, four or five cream sodas. Easy. And, like, three Easy. servings of pasta. Easy. Easy money I'm crushing that, dude. Four to five is being is being generous. Light. I might go through a 12-pack if I have that, to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, catch me on a good day. Like, I'm feeling, dude, my cream soda consumption is went hand-in-hand hand on how good I was feeling on the sticks. If I'm just smoking kids on Call of Duty <laughs> left and right, like I'm yogging cream soda. And we're not talking diets here. This no. is full sugar oh, cream soda. Oh, God, I'm yogging that, dude. <laughs> All day. I had to hide it when I was a kid, too. Oh, yeah. I'd be sitting there with a blanket over my lap, nine cream soda cans <laughs> in between my legs. Fucking, what's up, dude? Uh, Mom, we're out. Jack, I bought I you bought a 24 yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't remember when I had my friends over <laughs> yesterday, and they they drank a lot. They, I don't know what they were doing. I had someone come over. I handed them out the window. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. <laughs> they were talking to me on Xbox, and they were like, hey, I need some cream soda. And I said, listen, have your mom roll over, go out the back window, I'll drop some out the <laughs> little, little door right there, okay? Just don't tell my mom. <laughs> But I, I mean, that's an easy number five. Just gaming with the gaming with the boys that's on a good. snow day. That's good. All right. Any honorable mentions? This is one. like a very specific one. Okay. But I feel like this is a, again, this is a big like when you don't have anything to do type of thing. Mm-hmm. But especially on a snow day, uh, doing the like standing stretch into like scratching your belly type of move you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah and then just kind of like look around to see if anybody else is doing anything just like the, oh god uh, yeah there what's what's so what's up what's everyone doing today yeah like, yeah hey, nothing to do gonna do that about five more times today i've been doing that recent i mean not like standing up scratching the belly or anything but i just kind of walk around like check out what's going on outside nothing's moved no one's changed just observing that'd be my only honorable mention my other one was uh snow blowing not as satisfying as mowing the lawn but like still just it's something to do shoveling the driveway yeah i never i never got to use a snow blower both either of them Shoveling sucks though if you get too labor. much. If you get too much snow, shoveling sucks just because you got to do it every like two hours. Yeah. All right, good draft, good draft. Wrapping up this Friday episode with some uh, random stories, dumb thoughts, taking you into the weekend. I got a couple here. I just got one. All right, let's knock yours out. So mine is a story followed by a question. Okay. So the other day I was headed to work. Um, and I work at like a health and fitness center. Yep. Listeners should know that by now. Yeah. So I'm pulling in and I see a lady that is outside of her car in front of 
the health and fitness center, mm-hmm. smoking a cig. Yep. And I just imagine that she went in there and she like got a workout in, right? Did whatever she needed to, and mm-hmm. then came out and smoked a cig. Sure. Directly contradicting what she just did inside. Yep. It's going completely against it. Mm-hmm. Is there another type of thing where that can happen? Where like you go somewhere and you do something, and then the second you leave, you do something that directly contradicts what you just did in said place. Um, My only like thought was like you go to like a barber shop and you get a nice haircut and then you walk outside and just take a razor and shave it all off. Oh, I was, I was going to say uh, if you get like a really nice haircut and then just put a hat on. Yeah, like that the too. point of getting a haircut is to show it off, and then you're just like bop hat hat. I would say you could do something similar to the smoking lady, where like go work out and then first stop on the way back home McDonald's. Yeah, but like I'm talking like you you can't even like like go anywhere. It's just like you're going in, and then the second you come out, you're like boom! I'm gonna ruin everything I just did inside. Like, I don't think there's another place like that besides, like, a haircut. There has to be. It's, it's, I don't it, know what it is, though. It'd almost be like going to, like, physical therapy and then going outside and, like, telling somebody to, like, break your leg. Like, hey, I just went to physical therapy for my leg. Will you break it for me? Yeah. And like, yup. Like, I was just baffled. I was like, imagine going in there and being like, you know, this is a good workout. I had a great workout today. You know what I'm going to go do outside? Smoke a cig. I mean, that's to a lesser extent. Like yesterday, I went to the gym. I ran four miles, came home, had dinner, cracked open a beer. Yeah, but like you at least like had a little bit of buffer time. It'd be like you drinking a beer as you finish your fourth (laughs) mile. Like that's two completely different things. Like if you wanted to like go home, like she couldn't even wait till she got home. Yeah. It was like, I need this now. How do you know it wasn't a pre-workout sig? Even worse. Really get the heart rate going. <laughs> I just want to cough up a lung while I'm in there on the on the elliptical. Yeah, there you go. And trust me, I see a fair amount of people that make me laugh every day at the gym. That was that was like shocking to see. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of laughing, I just wanted to let the listeners know we all, me, Jack, and Sierra tried the loud headphone question thing that's like going around on TikTok. Pretty fun to do pretty funny uh we have some videos we're gonna try and get it a little bit better prior to posting it on social media but just be on the lookout for that um so i have one story in one person kind of to add to my shit list ah you have a very short shit list i know and i don't know if this person slash technically a thing is on yours or not already but we'll be very, see. Um, be very interested to hear. Well, this past week was Groundhog's Day. Are you putting the groundhog on the shit list? Yep. Hey. Is he on yours? I don't think so, but I don't hate it. So, Puxatani Phil. That's the groundhog. Okay, thing. first of all, he gets points because that's a sick name. Yeah, but this, okay. I So, Groundhog's Day was, I think, this past Wednesday. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So that, this, that, any, any holiday in February, right out the door for me. 
I was doing a little bit of research, okay? Like this, Valentine's Day? Yeah. I don't know what day that is. February 14th. I thought it was the 18th. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie. So I'm adding the groundhog to my shit list because... Um, oh, you did you get the like shadow to like spring ratio? Like how many times yep. he's been correct? This is what I like to no, see. No, no, no. Not how many times he's been correct, but what his picks are. Oh, okay. So I don't know how many times he's been correct this year. Because see, I need, I need like... To me, he's like... You know, you know, like the 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 sports like sharp that you, you people yeah. follow on, like yeah. they, he gives his picks out. Yeah, that's what the groundhog is. I'll I'll do some research. I'll we need to figure out his like hit percentage. So because if yeah. he's batting like like over seven hundred, then I'm like this guy's a legend. I can tell you for a fact that he's not based on what I'm about to say. So this 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 Joker here, this idiot, <laughs> this fucking Joker, he sees his shadow again this year. Which means another six weeks of winter, right? Now listen to this stat. In the last 125 years, okay, 125 years, he picks for a longer winter 84% of the time. Okay. No shot have we had 105 longer winters as opposed to 20 shorter winters. No shot. He is 105 and 20. Oh. Yo, fuck this guy. That's what I'm saying, dude. There's no shot dude, okay. that he's any good. He he is like the Joe Lenardi of the animal kingdom. He makes his once a year appearance. No one ever looks into whether how correct he is. And then he just dips out for another 364 days. Okay, listen, listen to this. I'm so on your side. Data from the storm. Okay, I'll I'll read this whole thing. According to the Groundhog's Club records, the various incarnations of Puxatani Phil have predicted 107 forecasts of more winter and 20 early springs. That's what I'm saying. There are nine years without any records, and even the Puxatani era Chamber of Commerce, which keeps tracks of these things, doesn't know what happened to Phil during those years. Data from the Stormfax Almanacs. Data from the Stormfax Almanacs data shows that Phil's six-week uh, predictions have been correct about thirty-nine percent of the Dude, time. This guy stinks. Eat shit, Puxatani Phil. He stinks. Fuck you, bitch. Thirty-nine. God, I, I, Puxatani Phil can suck my nuts. Thirty-nine percent of the time, he's right. Thirty-nine. And he's picking long winters. Eighty-four percent of his picks, according to. A different meteorologist at Weather Underground from 1969 on Puxatani Phil's overall accuracy drops to about 36 percent. Oh, we're what a we're bitch. getting adjusted stats what a here. Bitch, come on, dude. I don't like this guy. Fuck you, Puxatani Phil. I don't like him. I'm out. I'm so out on Puxatani Phil. Yeah, we should I'm start out. the anti Puxatani Phil fan we're, club. We're an anti Coach K anti Puxatani Phil podcast. Eat shit, Puxatani Phil. And we talked about both of them in one episode. Yeah, fuck them both. Big time. Okay, glad we're on the same fuck side. Fuck you, Puxatani Phil. <sighs> yeah. Gotta be better than that. Pisses me Ooh, off. You gotta be quicker than Mix that. Mix it up, dude. You get you get, if you even if you just went fifty percent, like one year pick long winter, one year pick short winter. If you just stay right at fifty percent the whole time, I really wouldn't have a problem because then say he's hitting 39, 40 percent. On his fifty percent pick, 
not bad. Do you think? Do you think there's like? Do you think you could bet on what he's going to pick? Uh, I because long sure win- long winter's got to be like uh, minus like one fifty, like fifteen hundred four percent of the time yeah. in the last. It's got to it's got to be like years. it's got to be like minus fifteen hundred. Like the odds have got to be horrible. Yeah. Yep. I'd be I'd be throwing it against you know earlier spring all the time put, like yeah put like a couple bucks on a couple bucks on that yeah easy <laughs> all right and then last one I do have one Miller Lite to give out this week hey um so I went to the gym the other day oh yeah you were telling me about this yeah so older gentleman walks in as I'm finishing up with my cardio session by older gentleman I'm saying he's somewhere. Above the age of like 65 at the youngest, I'd say 70 or above. Okay. This guy walks into the gym, and and you know the gym I'm talking about. Hey, why are you doing Italian (laughs) accent right there? He walks in with a golf club. Yup. Fair. (laughs) He puts the golf club down right next to the front door. And then instantly starts repping preacher curls. Yup. Let's go. <laughs> like no Rip warm up shit, or anything. Dude. He takes Rip his jacket off, that hangs it up, shit. puts his golf club down, preacher curls. Yup. Yup. <laughs> I was just like, I kind of wanted to stick around and see what the rest of the workout entailed, but dude. I was done at that point. But I, I was like, and he gave me a little like, gave me a little head nod. Hey, hey you know, <laughs> you know what I'm doing. He's like, no, I do not know what you're doing actually. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing is the question. Yeah, that was hilarious. Hell yeah. No, trust me, dude. There's a lot of people that come to the like health club that I work at because there's a turf area that's in the back of like where I work. Let me tell you, the things I've seen in there. See, at least at least you have a turf area. Comedy. This is this is a there's no turf. This yeah. is machines and a cycling room and a stretching room. Okay, so let me let me run you through a couple of the things I've seen there. One uh i've seen what you just described somebody with a golf club walk in walk to the back and then just swing the golf club sure why not like it was nothing in the turf two uh i've i saw a guy that was doing it looked like he was doing trying to do like overhead tricep extensions but he just had on his other hand he was just pointing off into the distance yep he was like number one it looked like he was like throwing, trying to like throw a touchdown pass from like the old school where he had like the one arm that was pointing, but yep. then the one arm that was like throwing. And then the best one that I saw, um, some guy walked back into the turf area, mm-hmm. just juggled. Yeah, that, just I like juggled. that one. I like juggled that one. for like twenty minutes and then left. Yeah, that was something I still question to this day. <laughs> like, do you not have enough room at home to no, juggle? Not at all. Listen, we don't live in the biggest apartment. We have enough room for somebody to juggle. Depends on how much you're trying to juggle. Dude, he was just three-ball juggling. <laughs> I was like, listen, man, get your reps in. But, like, I don't know why you made the trip here. Like, you have to bring whatever you're juggling to that place. And that's probably at home. He th- he either has enough room to juggle at home or he's on the next episode of Hoarders, and he doesn't have enough room to juggle at home. Or he wants to show off his juggling skills. That's what gets all the ladies. Yeah. 
So I've been told, at least. A lot of the ladies that come to the club, whenever I talk to them, they're like, you know what? I just looking for a nice job. There's a lot of guys here that lived a bunch of weight, and they're, you know they're pretty pretty fit, but. All that really warms my heart is a nice juggle, <laughs> a nice three-ball juggle. Like, God damn it, I wish I could juggle. <laughs> I'm, ne- I'm never going to pick up a girl here. Fuck. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, that is where we are going to wrap up Shed Some Light episode 145. If you haven't yet, please just take, like, less than 30 seconds and give us that five-star rating and review. Definitely helps us out. Um, check us out on all social media. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Shed Some Light. We will be back on Monday. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend filled with some responsible Miller Lights. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.